Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness, a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, what are the three ways to live life and how do they work? Life is a unique challenge for everyone. Everybody has different experiences in this life, and though two people might experience similar things, they are not going to have exactly the same life experience. That's partially by design. There are 8 billion of us on this planet, and each one of us has our own unique individual perspective on reality, let alone life, the universe, and everything else connected to it. All of us, because we are individuals, take different approaches to life. But what's more than that, we also have different ways in which we make that approach. Life has, in my experience, three ways that we can choose to live. There are variations on each of these, and they can intermix, and more than that, we all will experience each one of these at some time or another along the way. Nobody is always positive, always negative, or always neutral. We all go through a shift. We all have different experiences that are going to impact everything we do and who, what, where, how, and why we are. We all live. We all exist. But there are choices and decisions that everybody gets to make when it comes to their life. In this respect, I have come to believe, through my experience, that there are three precise ways that we get to decide to live. Those are, one, let life live you. Two, curl up in a ball and await death. Three, grab life, buy the wheel, drive life, and go for a ride. Each of us is going to go through one or the other of these permutations along the way. We're all going to have these experiences along the way because that's human nature, because nobody is one thing at a time. But recognizing that these three primary ways of being are what everybody, as far as I can tell, goes through, it helps us to recognize if we're where we desire to be or not. So let me get into greater detail here about the three ways to live life and my experience with that, and let's see what you think when we're done with this particular conversation. The first is the one that I believe is the most common. Let life live you. You are mostly living subconscious in this way. You live by the rote and routine of your life. You let your habits carry you. You just go with what happens. It's a general existence. It's almost completely neutral because it's not without some decisions and choices here and there, but by and large, you're just going with it. What it means is that you're just going through the motions, you're going through the routines, and you're not making a great deal of choices because you're just not. You're choosing to simply go with it, to simply let life happen. Now, there's nothing wrong with this, okay? This is a valid choice because for some people, it's just easier to go with it. Sometimes you're in circumstances not of your choosing, and given those circumstances, it's just easier to go with the flow and not have to do much of anything. Let life live you for a while. 
There's nothing wrong with that, except when you get to the point where you're utterly dissatisfied. When that happens and you need to leave a given comfort zone, now you need to make new choices and decisions for what your life looks like. And that is where letting life live you ceases to serve you. This can be really difficult for people to understand or to work with, and I'll get a little bit more into what we can do to shift this and how we can recognize it. But first, let's go into the second way people live, and that is this. Curl up in a ball and await death. This is not necessarily literal, okay? This is despair, depression, half-conscious living. You tend to see everything as being dark and dismal and full of suffering. You have an expectation of death, despair, both literally and metaphorically, and it's largely a negative approach to life. People who live this way tend to always be victims. They tend to blame everyone and everything they can for various and sundry life circumstances and experiences. And in other respects, curling up in a ball and awaiting death also involves just not being here, not being present in the moment, and constantly lamenting the past, or fearing the future, or otherwise just going with this negative approach to the life that you have. For some people, they believe themselves to be victims of circumstance, they believe themselves to be in no position to make any effective decisions or choices or changes. But that is not necessarily true. To be fair, there are going to be circumstances where, yeah, this is pretty much what you're stuck with. Shit happens and it's not fun. And all of us run into situations where we are miserable and it feels like pushing on and getting out of bed and getting up when you fall in those seven times, the eighth time isn't going to be worth it. So we despair and we feel victimized and that's perfectly normal. But you get to choose how long that will be your choice of life. How long will you live that way? If you choose to live that way your entire life, what do you think you're missing out on? Because I, for one, think you're missing out on a great deal. And this brings us to the third and, in some respects, most complicated but most positive way to live. Grab life like the bull by the horns, take the wheel, drive life, and go for a ride. Take control. This is done via conscious awareness and mindful living. You actively make choices and decisions to direct your routines, to alter your habits, and to set the rote things in your life as you desire them to be. You seek to work with the potential and possibilities that are life for all of us. Like I said, this is largely positive. Here's the thing. In choosing to live life in this way, we are working to be in the now and to explore the awareness of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions, and take intentional actions. When you choose to take the wheel and drive life and be in charge, you must make active decisions, active choices for who, what, where, how, and why you are. They may not have an immediate effect or impact, but you recognize that in doing this and taking this action, you are impacting what your future can look like. You are making your life how you desire it to be. You are being the conscious reality creator you are capable of being. 
Self-awareness involves being aware of ourselves, and it's very, very easy in our modern society not to be. Why? Well, there's all kinds of reasons why. One of the bigger ones is that there are tons of false narratives that we are constantly being fed about lack and scarcity and insufficiency, coupled with fear, because we live in a fear-based society where fear sells just about every good and service you can think of, and blame. Rather than being accountable and responsible, we blame everyone and everything we can. This, when it's out of control in the ways that it is, tends to make us all a little bit schizophrenic and a lot confused. We can't change the big picture, okay? There's nothing we can do about what's going on out there. But we each have our own power over our individual lives to make choices and decisions that affect us directly. Some of them are going to affect other people with us, but we can't necessarily take people on the same path we are on in this life. Everybody has their own way of being. And while we have similarities and while we share a lot of our life experiences with certain people, we are going to be on our own on whatever paths we are walking. And we alone get to choose if we are going to let life live us, curl up in that ball metaphorically or literally and await death, or if we're going to take the wheel and drive this life. It is always a choice. Here's one of the most important things to keep in mind. How you live life will shift and change along the way. There are going to be times where you're going to be victimized. You're going to feel like you have nothing you can do, where you are the victim of circumstance, where stuff goes on that's just outside of your control, and you're going to be in that negative, curled ball waiting for death, literal or figurative. You can see nothing good happening, you have been smacked upside the head by this, that, or the other thing, and right in that moment, there's just no sense of anything you can do. That's going to happen, because it's unavoidable, it is part of the human experience. Similarly, there are going to be times where it is just easier to let life live you and you're just going to go with whatever happens. Sometimes you're just in a position where that's just all you can do. You might be having a perfectly normal work week and it's just one of those times where all you do is follow the rote and routine. You get up in the morning, you do your routine, you go to work, you come home, have dinner, chill for a couple hours, go back to bed, rinse and repeat. And sometimes that's perfectly okay to just go ahead and do that. Let life live you. But here's the thing. When you become dissatisfied with what life is offering you, when you no longer desire to be in a position of going, what is this? Why do I have no control? You get to decide if it's time to take the wheel. And you get to decide to start making active choices and decisions in order to change your habits, to alter the rote and routine of your life, to reach into your subconscious being and see what your values and beliefs are and how they've impacted your ego and how that in turn is impacting your current conscious awareness. Let's face it, the only things over which we have direct control in our lives is our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. Yes, we can sort of alter how we appear to the world, but there are limits to that based upon, you know, in some cases, genetics, in some cases, modern tech. In some cases, you just can't make yourself a 
100 pound supermodel if you are a 300 pound person. It's just not possible, at least not in that moment. You can make changes and alterations to get there, but you're never gonna be that other person because you are always going to be you. When it comes to choosing how to live life and to make active decisions about how you do things, it's going to present you with this thought. What's the catch? Well, there is a catch, but it's an utterly false narrative, and it's this. When you choose to take the wheel and drive life and take the ride, there are people who are going to call you selfish. They're going to think that because you're living more mindfully, you are being selfish. Self-awareness often gets mistaken as selfishness because of false narratives about what selfishness is. We see this general idea of putting yourself first and taking charge of your life as being inconvenient for other people and selfish and unkind. But is it? The reality is it's not, okay? When we are truly being selfish, it is with malice of forethought. You know that your actions are impacting somebody else, and that is selfish. It's when you have eight slices of pizza, and there are eight of you consuming that pizza, and you choose to take two or three for yourself, knowingly denying one of your friends, or two of your friends, a slice. That is selfishness. When you say no to a situation that makes you uncomfortable that you said yes to previously, when you set boundaries, when you choose to care for your health rather than allow yourself to be exposed to somebody else's illness, mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual, it's not selfish. You are the only you that there is, and you are the only one who is in your head, heart, and soul. It's you alone. There's nobody else in there, and that means that you are the only one who gets to experience your life as you experience it. Nobody can choose your life for you. Nobody can tell you who to be, what to do, and where to go. Now, of course, there are circumstances where, yes, they're going to and they can't. When you're a kid, your parents are going to tell you things that you need to do. When you're a student, teachers are going to give you instructions you need to follow. When you're an employee, your employer is going to give you tasks that must be done. But apart from that, you are driving your life. You have all the opportunities and choices to decide what your life can be and how it can be along the way. Recognizing that there are these three ways to live, that there are these three general ways of being, letting life live you, curling up in a ball or awaiting death, or grabbing the wheel and taking life for a ride, you can see just how much power you have, how much is available to you, and you can make active choices and decisions via self-awareness to consciously create a reality that lights you up, that makes you want to get out of bed every morning and choose to be the best you that you can be and know that you are worthy and deserving of this power. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. At the end of the day, before you go to bed, I'd like you to take two to five minutes to do the following, and please set aside time and be somewhere where you're on your own where you can do this. Begin by one, take three deep breaths in and then let them out slowly. Focus yourself. 
clear your head and be present here and now. Then get out a journal or a sheet of paper or type it out. And two, what did you do today by rote and routine? What habitual things did you do? Write it out, no matter how big or small. Nothing is insignificant, and that includes things like brushing your teeth, doing the dishes, putting the laundry away. All of these things that were part of your rote and routine, write them down, because you're going to see that you do a lot more than you think you do habitually. Three, write down what choices and decisions you made today. Doesn't matter if they're big choices or small choices. When you actively chose something, when you made an active decision rather than passive, what was it? Write that out. Put it there so you can see it. Four, were there opportunities or situations where you didn't make a decision or a choice, but you could have? If there were, write it down, even if you didn't think it was such at the time, but on later analysis, you realize you could have chosen something or done something, write it down because this is something we often really easily overlook. Five, look at what you wrote. Would you say that life lived you, you spent the day awaiting death, or that you drove life for the majority of the day? Now, in all probability, life lived you and you chose to take the wheel from time to time. And if you had a really bad day, then you might also have curled up in a ball and awaited death. Or if you find that you're constantly feeling like you are the victim, that you are getting nowhere and that nothing you do is going to matter, then you're probably in that curl up in a ball option. Looking at this and seeing how you spend the majority of your day, you can look at it and say, all right, I like it. This is fine. Or you can look at it and say, I'm not happy with this. I want to change it. This empowers you to take that opportunity and to make new choices, and new decisions. Because just because today wasn't how you might have most desired for it to be doesn't mean that tomorrow can't be a better day. And this is something ongoing. It is never a once and done thing. You always get to choose which of these three ways you are living life, letting life live you, or lamenting what this world and this life has to offer. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can also follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Please take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from Fimahoni, the amazing creator of my cover art, Italia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.